1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on
2: US 99. Kyle? Yes, Melissa?
1: We are talking to Mr. Cody Johnson. Yes! Yeah, who's got a new album coming out called Leather on November 3rd. I
2: cannot wait for the new
3: album.
1: So, Cody, we're excited to talk to you about your new album, but even more excited because you're headlining Windy City Smokeout next summer.
3: Yes, we've come a long way since uh, Joe's on Wheat Street.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, right?
3: I remember the first time I ever stepped in Joe's on Wheat Street, and I thought, oh my God, there's no way we're ever going to film this club out. <laughs> so yeah, we're pretty excited to be headlining when he smoke. <laughs>
2: oh, I bet. So Cody, how did that come about? Like you just said, you, you performed Joe's on Weed Street and now you're taking the main stage at I think our favorite event all summer. How did that all come about?
3: Nothing less than hard work. I mean it you know, I've been doing this for fifteen years. There's there's nothing uh short about the road up and on. So it's it's years of Pounding the pavement, go out and you play the bars, you play the honky tonks, and you play the theaters, then you play the amphitheaters, then you play the you know the arenas, and then you're getting to where you're headlining the big festivals, and it's been a, you know we've done it the old school way, go out and make one fan at a time, and put out real community believe in and try to make people uh, come out and buy tickets. And that's, that's exactly how we wound up there.
1: You know, you talked about the big arena. You have your first ever headlining performance in Nashville's Bridgestone Arena on February 22nd. What does that feel like?
3: That's pretty awesome because I've, you know, I've gone to several award shows there. In fact, in fact we're going in November to the CMAs and uh, that's a big room. And it's, it's more significant for me because it's a big room in Nashville. And that's a place where a lot of people early on in my career said I would never play because I was just a cowboy from Texas. So, na 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 boo boo
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> na na na
2: boo boo <laughs> And, of, co- of course, that's going to be for the Leather Tour. you got the new album coming out November 3rd, which we're very excited for. Congratulations, by the way, Cody. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what song off Leather are you excited for fans to listen to?
3: Well, right now it's The Painter. Uh, you know, there's there's so many songs off of this record that I felt like could have been the first single, um, but The Painter was the one that everybody that was kind of in my little circle helped make that decision. Everyone said The Painter. And I'm like, when it's a an unanimous decision like that, the last song that we had that was that unanimous in our little core circle of people was Till You Can't. Obviously, that was a huge number one hit for mm-hmm. us. So when the painter kind of came to light, I'm thinking, you know, that's a great way to start off this this album because it's so organic. It's such a, it's a straight up country music song. There's no frills. There's no overproduction. It's just a beautiful country music song. It tells a great story. Now, that being said, this is the first 12. I'm going to I'm gonna just give you guys a little tidbit of information here. Okay. Leather comes out November 3rd. It's the first 12 songs. And next year, I'm going to release a deluxe edition with 12 more songs. So, what? it's wow. kind of hard, kind of hard for me to pinpoint uh, which song I'm most excited about. I guess, I guess I'll tell you this: there's one coming out in November. Uh-huh. It's called "Jesus Loves You," and you know, you guys know I always put a gospel song on every record.
1: Right? <laughs> Obviously,
3: yep. This is this is not the gospel song. It's a it's a song about almost killing somebody. So I can't wait for people to click on that one accidentally. What?
1: Oh my! So in gosh. other words, they're not gonna get what they think they're gonna get from that one.
3: I just wish I could be a fly on the wall and watch people's
2: faces.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Oh my gosh, that's crazy. We're
2: gonna have to just uh, air a video of us listening to it, and then we'll send you the video. That, <laughs> <I'm> good, <Cody? laughs> that way you get yeah. our
1: real reaction.
2: So I'm curious. I've always yeah. were uh, like, I was always curious about this. When you create a deluxe edition, what, how do you decide what songs go on like the first album that comes out, and then the songs that come out on the deluxe edition? How does that come about?
3: So, I, with 24 tracks, I tried to split it into two hour set lists. If we go play for an hour somewhere, it's about 12 songs plus our band solos and things like that. So I split it 12 and 12. And then at that point, you've got to look at, okay, what what songs are in similar keys? What songs are in similar tempos? Is there any type of melodic structure that touches on the other song? And you separate those. When you separate those, then you look at it as a live set list. If I was to play this record for you live, how would I start it? And how would I end it? So when you get leather, the first part or the second part, um, you're going to be able to listen to it in sequential order. And that's exactly how I play it for you on stage.
1: That's cool. So like a buildup of songs, like a build, I'm almost, I'm almost like hearing like maybe like a buildup of emotions or tempos. Is that what you mean?
3: Uh, you know, it's my job as an entertainer on stage to play with your emotions. I'm supposed to make you cry. I'm supposed to make you laugh. I'm supposed to inspire you, all that stuff. So you, you kinda you have to not only separate keys and tempos, you have to kinda you don't want two sad songs in a row. If I play you a sad song, the next one needs to lift you back up before I tear your soul apart with the next sad song. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Oh, God, you do tear our soul apart
3: sometimes.
1: (laughs) 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 You do a good job of that. Well, I do love that idea. I love the planning aspect of, you know, you've got all these songs. How you have, like, over 20 songs is unbelievable to me, like, to get that many together. But then when you go ahead and you plan out how things are going to be on stage because you want to deliver the best show possible to your audience and take them on, like, a roller coaster ride of emotions is really interesting to me that there's a whole other aspect of the performance other than just the songwriting and the singing.
3: Oh, there's so much more to it. You know, I mean, there's been times we've been on stage. We're not talking about a record here, but I've been on stage and looked ahead at uh, a song and go, hey, we're not playing that. We're going to play something else because, you know, I just just had that feeling that it wasn't going to grab. And there's songs, you know, the the things that struggle with, with doing a double album or a deluxe album or however you format it. If there's 24 songs, you know, what's sad is a lot of those songs won't make it to the stage just because, uh, you take songs like great songs like from uh Monday morning Merle. That was a great song that I recorded. I love that song and we played it live and it didn't it just didn't grab people. Hmm. And I'm going, well okay, we'll let that song live on the record. You know and then you play a song that may may, may not have been my favorite on the record and it just burns it up live. So really? there's two different aspects. There's there's song choice selection and there's there's the way that you place your songs in a record. And there's a difference between that and the stage. So it's, it's kind of apples and oranges.
1: There. I love that. That's so interesting to me. So
2: then I'm curious, based off that, Cody, you're going on the leather tour, and then you're doing something a little bit different in terms of Windy City Smokeout. It's just a kind of different feel. So are you going to have a completely different set list for Smokeout next year? Like, what's how does that game plan go?
3: There will be certain songs off the record that we feel like we should focus on that I'll start putting in the set list. Just because people want to hear some new material, mm-hmm. um, of but you know it's hard for me because, like I mentioned in the very forefront of this interview, after 15 years of doing this, I've got songs like "Dancer Home" that's over a decade old, and if I don't play it, people get really mad. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, I, yeah. I kind of have to. Here's a funny aspect of my career: after being an independent artist for so long, there were certain fans that had been fans of mine for 10 to 15 years that were fans of the independent aspect that didn't really care what was on radio or CMT or Spotify or what yeah. that wasn't their deal. Mm-hmm. Then you go and you start making in the, the strides in the point in the career where I'm at now where I'm reaching fans that that's all they listen to is radio, CMT, Apple, you know, all these different entities. Mm-hmm. So, I've got fans that started from the back and they're going forwards. And I've got fans now that I'm making that are just now getting the music and they're going backwards. Oh, I love you that! Somebody, you got somebody that just figured out who I was about a year ago and they want to hear some of the old stuff. And it's like, you, you kind of got to make a mix. You can't really mm-hmm. go one way or the other.
1: Well, I love that because you, you've been around for a little while. So you really are experiencing your music and new fans from both directions. And that doesn't always happen, you know, to, you know, a new artist that comes out is going to start from the very beginning, but you've got it coming from both sides.
3: Yeah, and it puts a lot of pressure, but also it's a really great problem to have.
1: Yeah, yes. you got that right. Well, hey, Cody, yeah. we have a question. We play a game here on the show called One's Gotta Go. Can you? Would you be interested okay. in playing this game with us?
3: One's Gotta Go. Okay.
1: Perfect. We're going to play One's Gotta Go with Cody Johnson next on Melissa and Austin. Kyle. Yes, Melissa. Would you like to play a game today?
2: I would love to play a game today.
1: All right. How about we play a game of One's Gotta Go? Let's do it. It's Friday, and we're going to be playing with our good friend, Cody Johnson. Let's go! And he's got his new album called Leather coming out November 3rd. Plus, he's headlining Windy City Smokeout this summer.
2: I can't wait. I know. It's going
1: to be super cool. So, Cody, we're going to give you two options. You just decide which one's got to go. It's as simple as that. Sound good? Okay. I'm All good. right. It's going to be fun. A little challenging, but fun.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I,
1: don't Dummy. be.
2: You're going to do great. <laughs> the first one, one's got to go. Jelly roll. Or Brooks and Dunn, both featured on the new album, Leather, by the way. Which one's got to
3: go? Oh, seniority rules. Jelly's got to go. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and that's my homie, too, so I feel bad.
2: I was about to oh, say, no. do you want to shoot him a quick text and be like, hey, something's going to come out on the radio. I still love you. Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs>
3: he knows I love him.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm glad he's going to understand. How about this one? See how tough this one is. One's got to go. The three acts appearing on the first leg of the Leather Tour, Justin Moore, Dylan Carmichael, and Chris Jansen. You've got three, but you've got to still pick. One's got to go.
3: Mm. Again, seniority rules. Sorry about it, Dylan. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs>
2: okay. I, well,
3: seniority rules. Those other really guys rules. have been around longer. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I, I appreciate the way you're playing the game, Cody, because sometimes people are going off, you know, best friends or what's going to cause the least amount of drama. You are sticking straight with the seniority rules. I just respect it.
3: all about it. man. Those guys have been road dogs for a long time. So you can't. I, I, I feel that. I feel that resemble that. Okay.
2: (laughs) Last one. And this one may be the toughest one. One's got to go. Performing at Windy City Smokeout to a sold-out crowd or cattle ranching. Which one's got to
3: go? Well, if you guys knew how much money I made cattle ranching, you would understand why I pick cattle ranching (laughs) Oh, Really? So, yeah. What? I mean, even though it's in my it's my heart and soul, but I mean, let's face it, I'm not paying the bills doing that.
2: Yeah. But. I would think cattle ranching would be good money. I know. I also thought it like is, this was going to be tough. But they're
3: paying me to it ain't as good as what they're paying me to be at Windy City Smokeout. I
1: promise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also maybe would think that playing at Windy City Smokeout might be a little more fun
2: than cattle ranching.
3: Oh, I don't know. You guys come do it for a day. It's it's pretty it's it, it's more for uh, cleansing the soul.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> if that's an invite, I'll send Melissa down there. She can do it. I'll, I'll just hear the stories later. <laughs> I'll ranch cattle all day long.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Cody. It was so great to talk to you. We're so happy for you. You've got the leather tour. You've got the new album coming out. We cannot wait to see you once it was announced that you're coming to Windy City Smokeout in July in Chicago. So you have a very busy year.
3: <laughs> you know, Chicago has been so great to us from the very beginning. You know, we, when you start out as an artist in Texas, it's a long way from home. But when you finally get out of the van and trailer, and you get into a bus, and make the trek up to Chicago, and you keep going back, and it's it's fun to it's fun to see all that grow from starting at Joe's on Weed Street all the way to Windy City Smokeout. And Ed Form has been such an integral part in playing uh, that with us, and, and we're we're very grateful to Ed for bringing us to Chicago. And uh, I just kind of want to say that. I hope he hears that. Oh,
2: he will. (laughs) He listens. (laughs) Thank you so much, Cody. Have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks,
0: Cody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.